This is Your Life, God's Truth. Your QFM. It's Phil here in the studio, and I have a guest with me on the phone. Her name is Joni DeBrito, and I am so excited to be talking with her. She is a licensed mental health professional and a frequent contributor to Focus on the Family, and uh, she lives in Colorado Springs. Joni, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Yes, Merry Christmas to you. You too. It's exciting, isn't it? We're just a little bit over a week away. Oh, it is. The little kid comes out in us, right, Joni? <laughs> it sure does. It do, sure does. Do you remember your favorite gift you ever received? You know, um, my favorite gifts are what they are today. They're, they're rarely things that came in a package and much more often in experience. Yeah. So I just remember the gift of my grandparents coming to visit, and my grandmother was a wonderful baker, and she would bring a, basically a coat box size uh, a box of homemade <laughs> cookies that were just the most delectable treats, and it was always so fun to greet my grandparents. So I think that was actually my favorite Christmas memory, Christmas yeah. gift. Well, it's funny. We have a liner on the radio station that it's, it says this. It says, so what are your favorite things about the holidays? And then it's like a man on the street thing, and all these mm-hmm. different people will say, oh, getting together with family, mm-hmm. hanging out with family, you know, seeing family I haven't seen for a while. And then it goes on to say, what is probably your least favorite thing about the holiday season? <laughs> oh, it's family, <laughs> getting together with family. Isn't that true, it's though? True. That's it's why we're talking to you, true. by the way. Yes, it's very true. Families can be a source of great comfort and warmth and happiness and joy, but we also know families can be a source of conflict and struggle and strife as well. And there's probably not a a real good way to get around some of it, but we probably can reduce it by just how we are uh, prepared for the season and when people come and and that's what we wanted to talk uh, to you about. You actually have written some things on this particular subject, navigating expectations when adult children come home for the holidays. And we mm-hmm. want them to come home. I was telling you, I've got uh, five adult kids. Four of them will be home for Christmas. And we're just going to have a blast. And I, and I know we're not going to agree on everything. And mm-hmm. maybe we'll get under each other's skin a little bit. But, man, it's, it's going to be fun. What are some of the common issues that we do face, though? Let's just be real, I mean, about this whole issue. Sure. Probably the most common thing is conflicting expectations, and so that's why it's so important and so helpful to talk with kids before they come home to hear what their expectations are and what yours are, especially in terms of the events that are going on, the time that they may or may not be at home, whether their friends are going to come over or not, that sort of thing. So, you know, when parents hear that their adult children are coming home, they tend to get excited, and it's really common, especially for moms, to start making all kinds of preparations without really consulting with the kids to find out what their expectations are. Most likely, they're coming home because they want to spend time with you, but not all of their time. So they probably are also, while mom or dad might be making some um, plans for the time, they're probably making times to be away from home, to reconnect with friends they haven't seen for a while, etc. So the more that the two of you can understand what one another's expectations are and come to agreement prior to coming home, the better off you're going to be. And then there are 
course, are those space issues of how you're going to kind of navigate the space in the house with so many people living under one roof that aren't normally there. Yeah. And, you know, while they've been away from you, they, you know, they're living their life. And right. they're right. learning things. They're, uh, you know, learning more about the world all the time. Their mm-hmm. uh, ability to have relationships and maintain relationships and contribute to relationships, it all, it all changes, right? It matures, it, sure it changes. We have to just uh, be aware of that, I guess. You have to be aware, and honestly, it'd be very unusual for all of your kids to come home and all of them to agree with one another and to be in agreement with you and your wife. Um, And I think what I want to emphasize is that the important thing is to be together and to keep building those really firm foundational relationships, even in adulthood, because our relationships with our children change when they are adults versus children. With children, it's more disciplining, teaching them the way of the world, giving them a lot of guidance, and then slowly letting go as they learn how to navigate the world and make their own choices and suffer the consequences of poor choices and reap the rewards of good choices. Um, But when they come home as adults, it's really much more, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing. And I think if you begin to show judgment or disagreement or any consternation about who they are or what they're doing or whatever, you're you're going to lose some ground in terms of hopefully the good relationship that you already have. So I encourage people to listen, hear what their kids are doing, and really reserve judgment. Um, that can come later if there's something really serious that you have to discuss, but try to enjoy the time you have uh, with one another and not waste a lot of time getting into debates about yeah. issues of the world. Yeah, there's going to be times where you're tempted to say, oh, wait a minute, I don't agree uh-huh. with that at all. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. then, you know, a day or two goes by and then they're gone. And what good really has that done? You know, it might be better right. to to just think about it, pray about it for a while before mm-hmm. we respond. Is that Would that be better? That's a much better response. So it's such a good response to actually sit back and think, And, you know, think about yourself as well. Are you exactly the same person now as you were when you were 18 or 20 or 30? Probably not, or even 40 (laughs) years old. Probably not. You've changed. Your ideas have changed, and that happens with our kids as well. And, you know, we want to reserve those good relationships. And, And if you do and you take the time to listen instead of jumping in and judging and maybe kind of having a little fun with, oh, this is interesting. Okay, my son or daughter is now interested in something a little different. This is different than what I had expected, but let's find out a little bit more about this. It's hard really to know if there's anything to comment on you know, until you really know what's going on. The biggest mistake that people make is that they hear one little nugget of information and then, boom, they they jump on it. And then they lose that opportunity to relate more to their children because their children will naturally kind of close up at that point. You know, uh, just as an example, with my own kids, the way that employment is working these days is so different from even Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years ago, even since COVID. You know, a lot of younger people are interested in working from home, maybe trying to do something completely Internet-based. Maybe it's, you know, fairly creative or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. And and to me, those are relatively minor issues, Mm -hmm. and I'll let you comment on that too. But, But at the same time, 
we know that the world also is dealing with some really big issues, Mm -hmm. morality issues, uh, sexuality issues, things like that. Uh, You know, if those things come come up, you know, I I think we can still kind of stand for the truth, but we have to be incredibly gentle as we do that. I don't know how else to to say that because, you know, yes, there are a lot of issues that are just kind of different, different, but mm-hmm. then there are those really big issues that, frankly, are uh, spiritual issues, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and I would encourage on those issues where the world is different, first of all, to acknowledge and recognize, yes, the world is very different, not just in terms of generational changes and new technology and the Internet that wasn't there when we were their age, that kind of thing, but also um, just in, in terms of the fact that we went through um, a pandemic, which changed things drastically in a lot of areas, even changed things drastically for our kids. And so, yes, the um, understanding of that, that there are those differences. In terms of the other ones that maybe touch on morality or issues of faith or whatever that have you greatly concerned, always start with humility first. Always start with thinking about um, how can I be helpful in this? How can I give to my child instead of wanting to demand something out of my child? And then to have that empathy as well in terms of kind of understanding of how might they have gotten to that point of thinking a certain thing or or taking on a certain value that's a surprise to you? And again, I would say, if you decide to address it, honestly, the best way to address is to ask questions. Yeah. You know when you said the other day, X, Y, Z, tell me more about that. And then you can kind of zero in on what you might want to comment on. And if you comment, I would encourage you to make as gracious a comment as possible, which is, something like, that's really different from what I'm thinking. Would you be interested in hearing what I'm thinking on this topic? And they may say no. And if they say no, I would say give some space. And you can always come back to it. It doesn't all have to be spoken about on vacation. It could be later on. You could give a call and say, I'd really, this has been heavy on my heart. I'd really like to talk to you more about this. Boy, that is so good. Joni DeBrito is our guest. She's a licensed mental health professional uh, contributes a lot to focus on the family you know uh and before we wrap up too we have young people that listen to qfm young couples that Mm -hmm. might be uh gonna pack up and go visit mom and dad who live outside of the area let's let's uh, look at it from their perspective too you know they're coming from a younger generation they're maybe going to visit uh parents more maybe my age uh, 60s or 70s maybe Mm -hmm. grandparents even older Mm -hmm. uh but, and they know the Lord as young as young people. You know, uh, how should they approach going to visit uh, people that are uh, of an older generation? So once again, it really is a matter of mutual respect, that parents yeah. have respect for what their kids are doing and their choices and so forth, and kids also have respect for their parents. So once again, those conversations before going would be really helpful, but they will also include some of the expectations about the kids. So 
it's really unfair for kids to expect, okay, I'm going to dump my children off, in other words, your grandchildren off, and you're going to take care of them for four days while we run around the city and maybe <laughs> we'll come over for dinner for an hour. Yeah. That's not really fair. Um, your parents are going to want more time. But you want to talk about things like that, like, you know, would you like to go out maybe just alone and be away from your children or for a while, which is something that most young couples need. And if so, can we care for the kids? If so, what are your expectations for us? And to have those conversations ahead of time so that there aren't expectations that people don't talk about and then people's you know, wishes or desires aren't met and then there tend to be arguments yeah. that ensue. You know, a big uh, area that we have found over the years is the food issue. You uh-huh. know, uh, who's mm-hmm. going to prepare the food if they're right. coming for a week? That's something right. to talk about. You know, you can't expect right. mom to just take care of all that. And as right. a matter of fact, you can have some amazing time together preparing food in the kitchen. Absolutely. Right? And food for the children, too. You know, yeah. sometimes uh, kids are vegetarians, for instance, and they want their, they're raising their children that way. And even though you may love, you know, meat and potatoes or whatever, it's important for you to go by the wishes of the parents, your children. As grandparents, you play a secondary role in parenting, but they play the primary role. So pay attention to those things as well. And you can have fun with that. You know, you you can just say, oh, gee, I was going to make this, but I know that you guys want that, and this will be fun. We'll we'll try some new dishes. Or, yeah, I was going to make ham sandwiches for your children, but tell me what else I could make. And you learn to make a new recipe, maybe, from your son and daughter-in-law or daughter and son-in-law. Yeah. (laughs) I just had this, for some reason, I just had this weird memory when we were kids, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Grandpa would take out the old slide projector and uh, make <laughs> us all sit there for an hour and watch these old slides that you didn't have a clue who they were. That's yeah. probably not a great idea for family gatherings. Or... You know, um, I think the important part is to appreciate one another for who we are in yeah. different generations. It shouldn't be the parents who are controlling everything the kids are doing nor should it be the other way. We should be able to, you know, love and tolerate things that maybe we wouldn't do, but that maybe endear us to our grandparents or our parents. And the same thing for our children. You know, when they, maybe they are really into um, video videos on, you know, uh, YouTube or something like that. It's just not something that's your cup of tea, but yeah. they show you a fun, a few funny videos. You can have fun with those, even though that's not how you would spend your time. Yeah. So, you know, to try to appreciate one another, different generations for what we have to offer, that's really the whole idea. And the more that you can tolerate some things that your kids do that wouldn't have been your way of spending your time, the more they're likely to tolerate some of the things yeah. that you do as well. Well, we didn't even get to laundry. That's a whole other deal, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one of those things in terms of, again, talking about how you're going to manage the space and the time and so forth in your house with a number of kids home. Yeah. Joni, thank you so much for taking the time. It, it is. It's a wonderful time of the year. Love, joy, peace, all of that. But mm-hmm. there is that other uh, fruit of the Spirit called patience. And boy, do we need, we need that one too, don't we? And long-suffering yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah, you can think about it that way for sure. Um, yeah. But definitely appreciating your family members is the key. Mm. Amen. And showing gratitude for them as well. Yeah. Well, and life goes by so quick, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it just does. the way it is. So sometimes we don't, 
you know how it is all of a sudden you're at a funeral and then you're with people you haven't seen in a long time and everybody makes that statement well it's kind of sad that this is what it takes to get us all together but yeah it is uh, the reality of of life you know but you have a choice to make the best of it or make the worst of it and yeah. i think one thing that i always did before i would stop to say something where i was thinking i wanted to throw in an opinion and i'd stop and think Am I going to regret saying this two mm. weeks from now when yeah. my children are gone? And often the comment, the thought would be, I probably will, and there's another better time for me to address this. Yeah. Ah, so good. Joni, thank you for taking the time. God bless you. And uh, again, Merry Christmas to you and your family. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas to you and all of your listeners as well. All right. And this is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM.